Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. So much is going on, and we're going to have Daniel Turner with us today, so I'm going to get right to it. And again, I'm going to use parts of the Psalm 33 as our prayer, and I want you to kind of concentrate on why I'm doing this, the the words of the Psalm, the promises, the hope, and just the statements. For such a time as this, the Lord foils the plans of the nations. He thwarts the purposes of the peoples. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever, the purpose of his heart through all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people who chose for his inheritance, the people he chose for his inheritance. From heaven, the Lord looks down and he sees all mankind. From his dwelling place, he watches all who live on the earth. He who forms the hearts of all, who considers everything they do. No king is saved by the sides of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all of its great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those who hope whose hope is in his unfailing love to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love be with us, Lord, even as we put our hope in you. Father, your word says it all. You are the great I am sitting on the throne. We have hope in you. We praise you for who you are. And we thank you for who you are. It is for such a time as this. We will lean upon your word, O Lord. And we will always pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I watched the little video this morning where President Biden is making his speech to confirm that he's going to run for a second term. Now, it wasn't a live speech. It was a video, all planned, all videotaped and orchestrated. And it was a beautiful little film (laughs) when they speak the truth. Now, it was packed full of lies. But did you hear any of the truth that was spoken? It was early this morning. He was... Still asleep, I'm certain. But he was announcing that he was going to run for president again. Now, it was packed, as I said, the video was packed with numerous lies and false innuendos. But lurking within the political jabberwocky, he made a couple of comments worth delving into just a little deeper. He said the MAGA movement, you know, that's anyone who believes in America as a free and independent nation, is proud of our heritage, believes in our self-government, and not 
a dictatory oligarchy government. That's MAGA. He says we're trying to destroy democracy. First of all, America is not and never was a democracy. Knowing the fundamentals of this nation is so important that we, the people, must do. We must understand these things. We were established as a constitutional republic. Are we still? No. But that is only because the politicians on the left and on the right got a little bit greedy and grew their positions of power. You know, they grew their positions, and they also many, many years ago voted to make sure that the presidential position was limited. But then they established a bureaucracy, a bureaucracy, bureaucrat offices to chip away at America's liberty. By the way, you do not have to be a Trump supporter to believe in MAGA. You know that, right? The politicians say democracy because they cannot say or they cannot say the republic, for they hate that. And if they said they're trying to destroy America's Marxism, you know, the MAGA people, well... Y'all know, right? So, I am a MAGA person who rejects democracy, and I believe we should all work to restore the Constitutional Republic. The most important hidden twisted truth that Biden spoke was his comment, we are in the battle of the very soul of America. Yes, we are. Do you remember the song? This came to my mind when he said this, and he said it before. But do you remember the song by Charlie Daniels, The Devil Went Down to Georgia? The devil was betting his golden fiddle for the soul of Johnny, because he was behind on his soul stealing. The left is here to strip the soul of America and Americans. Biden said Republicans have banned books. Well, that's not true. They've just removed uh, inappropriate porn books from children's libraries, from young, young children. They didn't ban the books. They didn't burn the books. The left want our children. If you listen, they are telling you that, and they have been for a long time. But in a speech yesterday, not in his little video this morning, Joe Biden said there is no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. Do you remember Nazi Germany, how they took the children? George Soros is a product of that ideology. Did you know that? The left are the ones who want to ban or banish your First Amendment. Restrict news sources that, that disagree with them. The left, because they know you might not accept the new infractions or infringements that they want to, re so they want to remove your Second Amendment so that the citizens cannot rebel against them. The that's really what January 6th was all about controlling the citizens. The left want to remove God from all things. In his laws, his laws were the foundation of our Constitution, and he is the one who created us all equally, and the left cannot have us thinking we are equal. They must keep us at odds with one another so that they will introduce a new horrific or absurd thing they call natural. Men cannot be women, and women cannot be men. Men cannot have babies. No, they cannot. And remember that, America. Just say no. You see, we are in the battle of the very soul of this nation. The left does not want America to be that shining city on a hill. They hate that thought. They are communists. They are Marxists. We have seen evil. 
We have seen those who appeared even to be demon-possessed as they wore garments smeared to look bloody and grabbed rag dolls supposed to be dead babies from the between their legs. Promoting women's rights? No. They are after the souls of women and their babies. Yes, we are in a battle for the very soul of America and for the souls of Americans. I'm going to cut this short because we have Daniel Turner on with us, and I know we're going to go another direction, but I just had to talk about that one particular phrase that Biden put in his video this morning. Daniel, how are you doing today? Oh, Bethan, I'm great and happy to be on your show, and I love this direction you're going in because this is what's <laughs> in the news. Biden has announced what. his re-election, and he thinks he has a, a platform to run on. He thinks he has a record to run on, and I think the American people... Uh, should know the fullness of his record. And what you just said in your opening, those are all parts of the record. And I don't think Americans want to vote on those issues. You know, I uh, I really... He said this before when he was running the last time, that they're in the battle for the soul of America. It's true. You just have to realize they're not trying to uh, restore the soul of America. They're trying to break the soul of America. They don't want people thinking for themselves. They don't want people to prosper. They don't want people to do well. They don't want people to worship God. I mean, these are things that are the soul of America, and they don't want that. Our children, oh, they want them, but they want them for a different reason. (laughs) I hear the music. We are, you're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. We got lots and lots to talk about today. And I hope you will come back. We will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Steyer's and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat 
fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. Pledge to buy American. In these inflationary times, our Made in the USA companies need your support. American consumers do make the difference. When you buy American, the money you spend stays in America. Liberty Tabletop is a great company and the only flatware made in the USA. Why would you buy your tableware from China? Just say no and say yes to Made in the USA. Visit their website where they are actually partnered with other Made in the USA companies. LibertyTabletop.com. Better, safer, beautiful variety and great art. More than just forks and spoons, they provide liberty. LibertyTabletop.com or call 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. LibertyTabletop.com. 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Buy American and bring America home. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. Daniel, I know you keep up with everything. And yesterday was packed full of, oh, you know, the talk show hosts that uh, lost their jobs yesterday. And, of course, I have uh, my own uh, ideas on that. I kind of laugh at uh, Don Lemon because he said he didn't see it coming. And I think all of us saw it coming. But uh, uh, we don't have to get into that today if you don't want to. But I, I just think all these things are working together. And then Biden's um, pre-recorded video, it's, it's you know, it's, it's like an advertisement where he announced his uh, um, candidacy to run again. And uh, packed full of all warm, fuzzy uh, jargon that he says he has done and how things are better in America. And we know they're not. And so, you know, just take this any direction you want to. It's it's just crazy what's happening in this world today, especially in America. I, I totally understand that if you're the president and his team and you're putting together this video, you're only going to show the good parts, right? You're only going to pretend everything is hunky-dory. Um, but this is why we have a media. Uh, this is why we have a, a free press was to point out, okay, well, there's, there's, there is such a thing called the fullness of truth. And there's a lot more to the American story right now than just what Joe Biden wants to admit. It's, it's really offensive to pretend that we're not at record levels of inflation, record levels of debt, record levels of drug overdoses, record levels of illegal immigration. Uh, um, there are some major problems happening, and you watch the Biden video, and you think the world is fine. Everything's better under Donald, uh, under, under Joe Biden, and that's just flat out wrong. American people, they're not stupid. Why, why do our politicians continue to pretend that the American people are stupid and incapable of thinking for themselves? You know, uh, Rudy read something this morning too uh, about, uh, and and I think. The ones that got fired or are taking a leave of absence from Budweiser, I think they thought we were too stupid to know anything. But some of the others there are saying it's going to be a long time to recover from this because Americans are not going to forget. Um, they always say that America 
Americans have a short memory. But I think we've been we've been oppressed here. I I I don't like to really say that word, but when we get right down to it, that's what's happening. Um, they're trying to, you know, I don't know that nobody really does. I guess some people do know what happened with Tucker. But it was being suggested before it happened by Schumer that they get rid of him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and AOC had said they need to get rid of him. And they both say that Fox News and all these other conservative groups, they need to be censored. That's oppression. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are under oppression. And, it, and it's something that um, I think maybe Americans are starting to realize. I don't care what yeah, side you're I, on. Nobody wants oppressed. That that call for censorship is not going to change just because Tucker is no longer on the. Oh, air. absolutely um, not. Absolutely. Yeah, not. They'll, they'll continue. He was he was just the loudest voice, but because before him it was Rush Limbaugh, and I hope yep. after Tucker it's it's you and TSC Talk Radio, um, <laughs> the, the loudest voice who who doesn't support the narrative is always, as they say now, a threat to democracy and a threat to to the country. Um, so it's not surprising. I will say this about Fox. No one knows the fullness of the story here. I'm not going to speculate. But I saw this on Glenn Greenwald tweeted this, and I think it is definitely worth repeating. And I think it says says something about the network as a whole, that when you have Tucker on and right after him you had Hannity, and they are both considered the right, but they disagree fundamentally on some really big issues like the war in Ukraine, Yes. Like the role of of technology and and uh, of our foreign policy, our war policy. Um, Tucker and Hannity did not see eye to eye on major issues, but they're both considered the right. And Glenn Greenwald said, in in uh, uh, calling out Fox, he said that is unthinkable on any other network. Um, Joy Reid will never have a Rachel Maddow follow her with someone who disagrees on something as fundamental as the war in Ukraine, or as fundamental on the role of the FBI uh, in, in enforcing um, social mores, etc. Um, so I don't know what happened there at Fox. I'm not going to speculate. But I will say this about the network. The fact that they allowed two very loud voices who disagree says an awful lot more about who Fox is and, and an awful lot about who their competition is. Well, I think you're right about that. Um but then one is gone now. So we don't know why. Uh, we can only speculate, and we're not going to do that out loud here. I can do it at the coffee shop. That's a different thing. <laughs> but um, it's it's uh, it was disappointing to me. But I guess as shocked as I was, if this makes any sense, I wasn't necessarily surprised anymore. I just, I'm just not surprised anymore when somebody gets shut up, you know. And... Yeah. Uh, uh, Don Lemon, I think they just had all they could take of him. <laughs> He'd insulted about everybody that he could. And <laughs> I just laughed because he said he never saw it coming. But anyway, we have other... Yeah, the Don Lemon thing was, was pretty funny because his his last interview, that may have been the final one, was with Vivek Ramaswamy. I give Vivek <laughs> credit for going on his show. I don't think I would waste my time because I don't think I would get a fair shake. Um but I think what the audience even saw in that, and even fellow CNN contributors saw in that, was that that was not an interview. That was a hostile witness berating. And yes. that's not the role of the TV host. Of course you want to engage and you want to make your guests explain their position and 
you're not supposed to lob softballs like we do with Joe Biden all the time. Um, but that interview was just openly hostile and bitter. And it showed that this is not someone who's remotely trying to pretend to be neutral and, and objective. And that could have been his undoing. Um, and it's good. But the other funny thing about Don Lemon and CNN doesn't matter that they fired him. No one was watching the show anyway. More people watch Bobby <laughs> Flay make a frittata uh, ten times more than watch Don Lemon's show at night. So you yeah. almost, you know, if a tree falls in the woods, uh, you know, if Don Lemon falls in the woods, does anyone hear it and does it really even happen? So it doesn't matter what CNN or MSNBC does. No one's watching their show anyway. And the only noise it made was on Twitter. So. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, it was it was funny. I mean, it's you know, I'd feel sorry for the guy if I thought he could learn a lesson, but I don't think he's ever going to learn a lesson and keep his mouth shut. I don't think he I don't think he has it in him. You know, he's just going to keep insulting women. He obviously has something against women. He obviously has something against most white men, even though his partner, I guess, is is white. And, you know, it just it just amazes me how. All of them, not just Don Lemon, will go off on a subject, and you look at him, you think, "Do you not see what you're saying? Do you not understand? Yeah. You know who you hang out with? I mean, it, it, they don't make any sense." But anyway, and, and Don it, showed the pernicious nature of, of critical race theory. He told Vivek yes. in that interview that he was incapable of talking about Black America because he's not black. And that is the core belief of critical race theory. You're not allowed to talk about what's happening in, in uh, black society. You're not allowed to talk about uh, issues dealing with the black community because, unless you are black. And that level of, 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 of exclusivity, uh, denying people participation in, in, in these really important issues based solely on race, I mean, that, that is the most racist thing you could imagine. But that, that shows you how deeply ingrained critical race theory has become in such a short period that that was his, his standing position. You cannot not only talk that, about the black community because you're not one of us. When he was going after Vivek, uh, he, he, he made the statement of not knowing what, what his color or nationality was. I don't know what yours is. You know, it's like, <laughs> seriously, are you saying that to this guy? And, of course, Vivek did a great job. I thought he hung in there. You know, he wasn't going to take – he wasn't going to let this guy take him down. And uh, so I kind of admired – I like Vivek. I do like him. Uh, I, I don't think he's ready to be president, but that's just my personal no. opinion. And uh, But I do like him, and I think he would make a great uh, addition to – the administration, whichever administration, if, if we can get a good administration in there. I'm a little concerned, you know, that uh, uh, O'Hunter's moved in and some of the other family has moved into the White House. I'm beginning to think it's kind of a cabal compound now instead of the American White House. <laughs> that, yeah, the whole family seems to have, have taken residence there. I, I think it's a lot easier for them to hide from the public and from uh, those those pesky subpoena documents. If you're if you're behind layers of security. Well, you know, yeah, I got to say they got plenty of personal security now. It's uh, like I said, it's a cabal compound. <laughs> anyway, well, let's get back to energy because I've got a quote here from Lauren Bobart that I wanted to discuss with you because I think it had a lot to do uh, with some of the things you presented. Uh, in uh, to the committee here uh, a week or so ago. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power the Future. We're trying to make America better. And I think it's time this generation stepped up because 
I think we've been doing squat. And I think it's time that we stop just the talking and started doing. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner, and we will be right back. Turns. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I have Daniel Turner with us today. He's my co-host because he knows more than I do, and I really love talking to him. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna give you a. a it's a um, a subtitle to an article, and then I want to read to you what Lauren Bobart said, Representative Bobart. But this guy made me think. Almost made me kind of ashamed. I'm a generation ahead of you, and uh, I don't know how much my generation truly offered up here in America. But he says, how is it that previous generations did so much with so little? And we are still living now on what they built. Are we beyond rebuilding? And he gets very uh, sentimental in this. And I just didn't, I didn't get it all read. I just kind of skipped through it. But it made me think of something that my late boss had said about uh, his generation being the generation that let America down. And I think that has been a trickle down where we have all been comfy, comfortable. But what have we really done? You're working awfully hard. What have some of us really done for to preserve liberty for the future generations of America? And it, it just just his comment made me think. And and then this is going totally the other direction, which is I think has a lot to do with your your meetings that you had a week, a week or two ago. And she says, companies that sell over $1 billion annually receive the majority of Biden's green energy tax subsidies. First of all, subsidies are a tax on the American people. (laughs) We're talking 90% of them. Funny how Biden will then go on about making sure corporations pay their fair share. It's all words. His actions do the opposite. And I thought that was, I think maybe she Heard that from you because that sounded like something you would have said and did kind of try to uh, to put before those uh, at the hearing there or the committee meeting. What do you think? That was too. That's twofold. That you mentioned that, and that was something we talked a lot about at the hearing. Um, if you buy an electric vehicle and you get the seventy five hundred dollar tax rebate, or if you buy solar panels right now for your home and they are. Um, 33% uh, tax rebate. I, I don't think the American people necessarily all realize this. You don't get a check for $7,500 that you then give to the Tesla dealer and they deduct it from the price. Tesla gets the money. Um, if you're going to buy solar panels and you say, okay, well, it's going to be $40,000 and Biden's going to give me uh, a third, so $12,000, $13,000, you don't get a check for $13,000. The solar company gets that yes. money. So what, what the congresswoman is saying is absolutely accurate. All of the green subsidies that are in the Inflation Reduction Act, so-called, um, they are going to extremely wealthy corporations, the makers of electric vehicles, the maker of wind and solar. It goes back to the Warren Buffett line when he was asked about being a huge investor in wind power. 
And he said, oh, I only do it for the, for the tax benefits and the subsidies. He's like, it's a terrible business. It's totally unprofitable. Um, but when you look at all of the government giveaways, it makes a lot of sense. And Warren Buffett, as the fourth richest man in the world, he knows a thing or two about money. And even he admits, oh, yeah, these are a joke. But the government has made them financially attractive for me. So Warren Buffett's doing well. Elon Musk, again, we talk a lot about him. Hot and cold on him, depending upon what the issue is. Definitely a fascinating guy. But Elon Musk has become the world's richest man strictly because of the United States government. His contracts for his uh, 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 his, his, his rockets are U.S. contracts. Tesla gets enormous tax subsidies and rebates. Um, Elon Musk is, is worth $200 billion because he has figured out how to take advantage of uh, America's terrible policies. Now, I guess kudos for him, but also at the same time, maybe we should think about changing those policies a little bit, shouldn't we? Yeah, amen. You know, even Donald Trump, when he was running for president in 2016, he said that, yeah, I've taken advantage of these things. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't? We need to remove them. As long as they're there, businessmen who are smart, they're going to take advantage of it. We would take advantage of it if we got a whole lot of it out here as as uh, normal average citizens. But, you know, and they but they fixed it, these subsidies. Um, like, and you're probably finding that out as you go across rural America. Um, you know, they fixed it so the farmers can't make a living without these subsidies. No. And, and it's, it's, uh, it's just terrible. And it, and it is, it's government snatching people, you know, making us dependent. We're no longer an independent people, whether we're sovereign or not. We're not independent. Of course, that's what sovereign No, means. not when it comes to the government tinkering in all of those different markets. They've done this in agriculture for, for decades, and now they're beginning oh, yeah. to do it in the energy market. These requirements for uh, combustion engine vehicles, Biden yesterday announced potentially new requirements from the EPA for combustion-powered, um, fossil fuel-powered electric grids, right? And so this is the government putting its thumb on the scale because they like certain things and don't like certain things. And any of your farmers who are listening right now to this conversation know they get subsidies from the government to not grow certain things, yes. to, to let fields go uh, empty. Um, but then we import fruits and vegetables from foreign countries, and you scratch in and say, well, what? why are we doing all of this, right? Like, why are we paying farmers to not grow crops, but then we are making trade deals to buy those very crops from another country. It doesn't seem to make any sense whatsoever, and it doesn't unless you're involved in the decision-making process and somehow you're profiting from it. And yes. that's the biggest differential is that the people who make these decisions are, are definitely they, they are incentivized to do it, whether the company is one of their largest donors, whether it's in their district, whether there's just a flat-out kickback. You know, it's part of the number of Biden um, um, cabinet secretaries who are investing in green energy, and yet we're giving away green energy subsidies left and right. How many of them have made millions and tens of millions of dollars in the process? So, yeah, yeah the, the government is screwing up the markets colossally. Well, the CRP land, that's been around a while, and it's always been exactly what you thought. Why are we doing this? And uh, I read, I found, I cannot, I cannot requote it. I cannot quote it, and I don't have the book in the, in the studio with me. But it was from one of the founding fathers. 
that said just exactly that about a country whose land is not being utilized. And we have the poor and the hungry and the, and the jobless. That's a result of this land not being used. And that's exactly what we're doing. And I thought, I've never heard that quote before. I think it was from uh, Blackstone. I think is who it was. And it was just amazing to me because they mentioned private property and they said not even for the whole community. It's all about, and yeah, how many times have we heard that comment in today's world? And that was back in the day. So our founding fathers were pretty wise if we just pay attention. <laughs> they but were, we and, and 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 there is a necessary role for government in certain of these markets at certain times. For example, oh, during the war, there were lots of subsidies for certain products because we needed them to fight the war. And if you say, well, just you know, we'll let the free market reign. Well, it's probably more profitable to to grow something else right now, but. Our soldiers overseas need this, and so we will incentivize you. So I'm not opposed to government getting involved when there are national security implications. When there, I wish government would get involved right now to bankrupt our enemies. Uh, yes. You know, the, the president says he wants to make all this wind and solar at home, and he's subsidizing their manufacture in communist China. If we're going to make wind and solar, and I don't want to, I'd put every single effort to make them here in America rather than in China, but the Biden administration isn't doing that. Well, you know, when when uh, President Trump was running the first time, you know, he talked about he talked about the XL pipeline and opening up and making sure that it's American steel that's used in these, and and he did that, and and then we got Biden and they've crushed everything that was good and um, has propped up everything that is bad. And uh, now he's going to try and get another four years. And it's, uh, it's sad. But I think, America, there is hope. And we need not to be discouraged but be determined because we have people like Daniel Turner and Power the Future. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com.
Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. My Pillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-613-8053. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average we get less than 12 minerals from the foods we eat. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement that can fill the gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-310-5252 or on the website immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-310-5252. You'll be glad you did. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Fastest hour of the day. We're already in our final segment. We've covered quite a bit. I've thrown a few ideas out there, and Daniel is doing a great job with Power of the Future. And I know it's not easy because you have to stay on top of everything just like I do. And... Um, it all works together, and I believe that I believe energy is the foundation of this nation. I believe agriculture is the foundation of this nation. I, I believe rural America is the foundation of this nation, and it seems like those are the ones that, that are under attack the most. Um, Middle-class America is, is disappearing. We're seeing that before our eyes. Um, what is next, do you think? I mean, I don't, I'll ask you to, to predict the future but the future of our energy, which is, you know, powering up the future, what is next? 
What what can we the people do to help power the future? Oh well, that is very kind of you to, to say, and I appreciate the offer. Um, I'm going to always reiterate the the need to have town halls. Um, I, I think that is the most urgent and and easily attainable next step for for people who want to get involved. Um, I think our elected officials are, are hiding from us. Um, they are passing major pieces of legislation, maybe not right now because of a divided government, and that's good. Um, but they're passing major pieces of legislation before without reading it, um, without any concern about the, 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 the fallout. That last segment we just talked about, the over trillion dollars in green subsidies that are going to either large corporations or to communist China, that's what my whole hearing was about last week, but we didn't discuss that. We, we, mm. we yelled at each other and we said who, who hates poor people more and who's racist, and that was the whole five hours. Um, it's it's wow. just pure silliness. And I think the way to get around that is to force your members of Congress before, before the people and ask them questions, ask them very difficult questions. Ask them, is, is the president right when he says that everyone's children belong to all of us? Well, what does that mean? What, what does that mean in, in, in reality? Does that mean that if my neighbor won't let their nine-year-old transition, am I supposed to somehow call the police? I, I guess the Biden team would say, yes, would say yes they probably can. They did pass that law in Washington state. Um, what does it mean for practical things if I ha- am forced to buy an EV? but I don't have a garage, I don't have a driveway, I park on the city street, what do I do when I get home at night? And and so many just very important conversations that we need to have with our elected members because they are making these rules about our life and our livelihood. Um, but the only way to do that is to get them in a high school gym, to get them in the community center, and and stand there at the podium. You may be standing for three hours. And ask your question because um, our members of Congress are, are very eager to hide from us, and we can't continue as a healthy nation anymore like that. You know, I have thought of doing that, and here uh, we have a beautiful theater that it's kind of expensive to rent it, but if we could have several different people here to speak and then bring in the uh, the elected officials if they'll show up. And do the town hall. But somebody like you, somebody like Mindy Patterson, somebody like some of these others, you know, even um, uh, uh, talking about the immigration issues, because they affect all America. Uh, Our borders are gone everywhere. Uh, Missouri has an illegal alien uh, problem. I don't know how else to put it. We have a human trafficking problem. There uh, There is a place here in Missouri where it is considered the hub of human trafficking, a couple of places. And um, it's America's got a battle. It truly is the battle for the soul of America. You know, these uh, the left scream about the uh, slavery that we had, which was bad back in the day, uh, but they're okay with this human trafficking. They're okay with that. And it's just uh, amazing to me how far down America has gone. And how fast mm-hmm. it seems fast because it's all become obvious with Biden and they're no longer hiding it. You've got Schumer hanging out with the Chinese spies and <laughs> it's like the very ones they just arrested. Well, they've got 
they've got video of Schumer and several other Democrats hanging out with these guys. It's a mess. It truly is. Yeah. And it does seem fast. And, and media and technology and social media, they do amplify it. Um, I, I, I talk about this often when it comes to what now we call extreme weather events. <laughs> we always had weather events, but the difference is that when a tornado hit rural Kansas 50 years ago, you read about it in the paper a week later. When a tornado hits rural Kansas now, 5,000 people have cell phones. They live stream it. They show the damage in real time. And everyone says, woof, boy, I had no idea tornadoes were so bad in Kansas. They're no different. They're no worse, except 50 years ago it was a field, and then Grandpa died, and the kids sold it to the Toll Brothers, and the Toll Brothers built 9,000 houses. <laughs> and it's the same <laughs> field. Tornadoes have been going through forever, and 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 then I'm not making light of their suffering. No, but, no, but not in that, any way. That's, that's the context of how these events are more are more extreme. Well, they're not more extreme. Our demographics have changed. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't now think... we have $50 million houses on Florida's coast. So when there's a hurricane, the costs are greater. I think they're not teaching the history, whether it's the history of weather or other things. You know, we had the Great Depression. We've had all kinds of things that have happened in this country that we have survived. I want to concentrate on that in this last minute. We have survived. Americans are known for their resilience. I'm just hoping and praying, Daniel, we're not so beat down right now that we think we can't beat City Hall because we've done it before and we can do it again. That's my opinion. I agree with you. And I think that's the message that anyone who will win the presidency needs to share, because that is within our DNA. The, the Biden team will tell you that everything good about America is because of them, right? Uh, they mm. will point to trans people are under attack, but for me, I'm going to stop it. Uh, women's rights are under attack, but for me, I'm going to stop it. That was his whole video, abortion yeah. and, and trans yeah. community. And, and those are big issues. But I do think they're not as big as America. And I think anyone who runs for office on the, the way to go forward is, is for you to have the freedom to go forward is a winning message. Well, and they, they are issues of lies. You know, they, they're on the docket and on, on the top of the, of the heap because they've put them there. And they've mm-hmm. put them there and built them up through lies. Uh, the trans situation with our uh, children and that – that is, is something that is um, been put to these children. I, I'm just I don't understand why they want to attack the children like they do, but it's a mental illness, and instead of helping them, they're using them, and that's what they did with women with abortion. Instead of helping women, they're using them, and that's the same thing with the energy sector. They want to claim climate change, and instead of helping and building up America's energy. We're using it for political gain and monetary gain. And, uh, and America is the loser every single time, it seems like. Anyway, I hear the music. <laughs> Daniel, thank you Always for all a pleasure. that you do. Thank you. Oh, God bless you. Thank you. Hang in there. I know you get uh, kind of like Mindy. You're just, you see so much of it, you get discouraged from time to time. But just be determined because Americans will rise above this and bring America home. God bless you, Daniel. Thank you.